0: You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape, the podcast that helps you get in shape and stay in shape. Hi, I'm Kira Langolf, your host and creator of the 12-week fitness makeover. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get my clients in their best shape possible as fast as possible. Losing weight and getting in shape can be not only confusing but frustrating. I'll be your guide so that you know what works and what's a waste of time. This is podcast episode number 240. In this episode, training and nutrition, facts and fiction. How to stay motivated by taking control of your time and life. There's a lot of things that have been going on around here, and let me tell you a little bit about what they are. Uh, We started strongandpowerful.com, and it's kind of a... Passion of mine that I've had for a long time, wanting to get a lot of the information out there under the whole strong and powerful mantra. And um, if you've heard me talk about it before, then you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Anyways, if not, just go to the website. There's actually um, a YouTube channel that we're starting. And as much as I didn't like the way I looked, because I think I looked tired when I videotaped it, um, and the lighting's not good, and all that kind of stuff, a lot of excuses I could have made to not post it but you know what I just put my ego aside and said you know what the information is really good and I really want to get it started and if I just try to make it perfect I'm never going to get it going. So we already have um, all a lot of the different episodes planned out so it's just a matter of recording them and not worrying about looking perfect or having a nice background or whatever um, so that hopefully the little five six minute uh, videos will give you something to think about and give you some more information on how to incorporate being strong and powerful into your life and into your mantra and basically just supporting yourself being your your own little cheerleader um, maybe with a pep talk from me once a week. Now I could go into the whole strong and powerful thing right now, but go ahead and just watch the video on YouTube. Um, All you have to do is search for it or look at the links in the um, blog or go to strongandpowerful.com and there's uh, the video section, video page right there for you as well. So you can find out what that is all about. I've also been busy working on quick fit club, um, getting the workouts done and actually the same thing. Those are all planned out. It's just a matter of getting things together and getting them on video and I want to be able to be consistent. Um, so I want to get a couple of months actually done as far as the workouts go, and then I'm going to open it up for everybody. Um, that way not only can I kind of be ahead of the game. Um, it'll be a lot more fun as far as having our weekly chats and some other information that's being added to the quick fit club. So, um, that should be coming up soon and I'm probably going to go ahead and open it up, uh, even though it's not going to be hundred percent done. Um, just because, you know, same thing as before. If I wait for it to be perfect, I'm gonna be waiting forever and so will you. And I know you guys don't want that. So that's coming up real soon, probably July first, because we're almost through June now. And let's see what else. Oh, also I'm gonna be adding to Get Fit TV on the other YouTube channel, uh, some different videos on just kind of things that I'm working on, kind of maybe behind the scenes, um, some different Maybe workout tips, just something a little bit extra, um, just a couple minutes long. nothing huge or big like the podcast. but uh, just a little bit of, a little bit of a way for me to get a little more information out um, that's kind of quick and easy. Now, I'll be honest with you, ever since they stopped updating Soundtrack Pro, I've not been happy with the quality of the sound of any of the recordings, um, especially tonight. Uh, I'm really tired. It's really late. It seems like my dog just wants to bark all the time at me now that I have my actual desk here in the house. And yes, the house is still a work in progress. I haven't updated the house blog for a while, but if you have no idea what I'm talking about, just go to fitnessmakeover.com forward slash house and uh, you'll see what I got myself into and what why a lot of these podcasts have been drastically delayed. Um, We're kind of changing some things around here with uh, my different training and job per se. So uh, there's a lot of upheaval, but also a lot of great opportunity to start some things that I've really had on the back burner for a long time. So I'll apologize if I sound weird or tired or whatever. It's uh, getting close to midnight, and I think that these are going to be the times I'm going to have to do the um, audio podcast because it's everything's nice and quiet and nobody's bugging me. So with that being said, let's get going. There seems to be a lot of statements or facts and fallacies or fact and fiction when it comes to nutrition and training. Some things that sound like they may be true, in fact, are not true. And I'm going to go into a couple of things right now with nutrition, give you something to think about. Um, Fact number one, overeating regularly can make you gain fat. Well, It's true a little bit. (laughs) Eating more calories than you expend definitely can make you fat, but it's not a real useful statement when you think about different factors such as a person's insulin sensitivity, um, the thermogenic effect of certain foods and activities, uh, factors that it might include your energy expenditure when you're resting, like if you have more muscle, your metabolism at rest is going to be faster, the type of work you do, um, it all ties in together so it makes it kind of hard for that to be a blanket statement. Now this actually brings us from a fact to what the number one lie is that all calories are equal when it comes to weight loss. Now people who believe this lie will normally say that it doesn't matter what you eat as long as you eat fewer calories than you expend. And so basically, it's all in the numbers. And I think we've gone over many times that it's not that easy. It's not just in having less calories. If it was, weight loss wouldn't be such a big issue and so many people wouldn't struggle with it. There are so many other factors that are involved as far as getting your body to let go of the fat. Also, the number of calories that you burn each day. Now, somebody sitting down working all day versus somebody standing can actually cause a huge difference in the amount of calories that are expended, and therefore their their caloric expenditure and intake are going to be drastically different. Now, also, somebody might work out for an hour and do a very low-intensity workout, And somebody else might do a workout for a half an hour, but do a very high intensity workout that burns as much, if not more calories. That kind of goes back to, we see the people always doing cardio and kind of looking always the same. And the people who get on the weight training change. They get some muscle tone, their metabolism metabolism starts to increase, and they start to see the changes they want. Whereas the people who are just doing the same cardio over and over and over again always look the same. So... There's a big difference in how your activity and what type of activity you do will impact how many calories you burn at rest and therefore how many calories you expend. Another factor we need to think about is your muscle and retaining that muscle and the amount of food and protein that it takes to keep that muscle, to keep not only that, but to keep the fat burning. And if you go too low in calories or you're actually doing too much exercise to where you expend too many calories, you're gonna end up in a deficit which is not gonna be healthy. It's actually gonna be detrimental to your weight loss because if you lose muscle, which is, uh, well, the body doesn't deem it as essential as body fat, but we do, and we don't want the body fat, but the body's always fighting us. Um, If you lose that muscle, you lower your metabolism. And that's why so many people that go by the scale will drop weight, drop weight quickly, and then gain more back because they've not reset their metabolism. And in the future, I'm going to do a podcast on the biggest loser because we've you know, come to find out, some trainers actually, we all knew this all along, that this was not the healthiest way to lose weight. And a lot of the people rebounded and gained back the weight that they had lost, which you would find it hard to believe but you know basically it was hard for them to maintain that weight because they had done such extreme program and their metabolism never got reset you know it never had a chance to get caught up with everything they were doing and the weight loss that was going on which is yet another reason to focus on being healthy and having weight loss become that added benefit of being healthy eating the right foods exercising regularly and not doing something extreme whether it has to do with your weight uh, with your exercise or with the amount that you're eating so basically the amount of activity you're doing combined with how much lean mass you have how much body weight in general what level your metabolism is at currently is going to impact how your weight loss is or how many calories you need to intake and you know what that's not going to make all those calories equal so it's kind of the second part that says um, that's the lie that says it doesn't matter how much you or what you eat as long as you have fewer calories and that's not true and kind of going along that line um, the second part of what makes that whole thing not true is that your body actually uses different amount of calories to break down different types of food for example Protein actually burns the most calories of all types of foods. It's harder to digest, and so your body has to work harder to digest it. Therefore, you burn more calories. Now, the next one or food product that has uh, calorie burn will be your carbs and then your fats. Your body has to work harder when you eat protein. It has to work a little bit hard when you have carbs, and it doesn't really have to work at all, or at least not very hard when you ingest fats. Now, your body also processes different types of fat differently. This is, it makes it all pretty complicated, so it's not always so easy as your calories in and out. I hope, hopefully, you're starting to see that now. For example, the omega-3s have a special quality, and this is really interesting when you break it down, Um The the omega-3 fats actually increase the activity of something called uncoupling protein genes and that actually causes you to burn calories at a faster rate by raising your body temperature and that's why those are healthy fats and healthy fats don't usually make you fat but they can help you lose fat. So now a calorie is a calorie is a calorie is not true and the same goes for fats. All fats are not created equal. So hopefully now you understand why it's not so simple, why all calories are not the same, and why calories in, calories out is not the key to permanent weight loss, but rather the key is the combination of the right type of exercises to increase and maintain that lean muscle tissue combined with the right type of calories, which doesn't really have to add up to any certain amount, because it's the quality of those calories that count the most. The fact versus fiction for training is a little bit easier to see from the get-go. The fact is that resistance training is great for health and your body composition. The not fact or the lie or the misguided truth is that light load training or training with light weights is just as good for building muscle as training with heavier weights. And that's not exactly true. Now, first let's go back to your resistance training. And, of course, we know that there's a lot of positives to lifting weights or however you want to use your resistance training, whether it's with rubber bands or um, body weight, um, all different things that you can increase in your levels. And with that, you build that muscle, you improve your insulin health, which is very important to fat loss and to maintaining a healthy weight. And of course, you know, as your weight training increases your strength, you usually become a little more mobile, maybe a little more flexible. Um, There's a whole lot of positive benefits along with your heart, your lung, your bone. I mean, there's everything positive that you can think of when it comes to resistance training. Now, there's certainly those people that out there that believe that, light training or training with light weights are going to be just as good. And that's where they're completely wrong. And of course, we have research to back it up. (laughs) Um, Recent research actually shows that people who are not trained, or uh, we call them untrained people, um, lifting light weights to failure can actually build the same amount of muscle as with heavy weights. But the problem with this is that it's not true once you get past that initial progress so the message of that study was that after six months the trainees needed to increase their weights to continue making progress so their long-term results are actually going to come from a carefully planned progressive program that allows them to lift heavier loads so if they were untrained you know they hadn't done anything And of course, the light weights would be heavy at that point to them. But since there's no progressive resistance, they're not increasing the weights, their body is not going to change. And again, you see this a lot in the gym. Uh, We trainers are probably more noticeable of it um, than most people because we see a lot of the same people doing the same things over and over again. And if you're not writing down what your workouts are, what weights you're using, then you're not challenging yourself. And I know a lot of people go into the gym and say, well, I know what I do, I do this, and I use this weight for that. And it's like, well, but if you're using the same weight all the time, you're not changing your body. And you don't have to jump by 10, 20, or 30 pounds. Many gyms now have the half plates or the magnetic plates that you can go up on a machine or put the magnetic plates onto a dumbbell. Um, Even just a half a pound or one pound, that difference is going to help your body increase. Now, the other thing is that you don't be afraid of using a heavy weight where you cannot get 10 repetitions. If you can get at least five or six repetitions, you can build that strength until you get to those 10 repetitions. Now, that's not necessarily mean that you're going to build huge bulk, but you're going to stress your body, you're going to stress it to get stronger. And that's the importance of resistance training. It's not just training with a weight that you can stay with forever, it's actually challenging yourself, challenging that muscle so that it has a reason to get stronger and therefore get leaner. And of course, with the more muscle, you have a faster metabolism and it all works out together. So, be careful of studies that don't necessarily tell you the whole truth, um, that only give you little bits of information, because a lot of times they are completely wrong. Now, you probably know that your motivation starts in your head, and that is your thinking and how you think. And a lot of times it's easier to jump into the negative thoughts than it is the positive thoughts. But, you know, it's those positive thoughts thoughts that give you that motivation and makes you feel better about yourself and that's going to help you stick to your workouts or stick to your eating plans or you know whatever your goals are now unfortunately you know sure there's setbacks and we get frustrated because things are you know either overwhelming um, or they just feels like we're always failing Um, I'm definitely one that is guilty of those but you can sit there and focus on that negative or you could turn it around and Make it into a positive so that you can keep pushing on, keep pushing on so you can get to your goal. Maybe you find a different way to get there. So when you're feeling negative and you're putting yourself down or you're feeling frustrated, yeah, it can be harder to move forward. But that's where practicing positive thinking is going to help. And it's not just enough to throw a nice thought here or there. It's something you need to do regularly. And that kind of ties in with the strongandpowerful.com website because a lot of that is your mindset and learning how to deal with different situations, not only with other people, but also within your mind. Now, when you think about positive thinking, well, the positive is going to allow you to focus on your good, your strengths, your accomplishments, um, things that you know good about you. Now, not every situation works out perfectly, but that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. So that's what you want to focus on. You and who you are in the core, not necessarily what's happening to you. Now, I'm going to give you a couple of tips that you can use to help you get into these positive thinking patterns. And that way, when something goes wrong, you can kind of go into that default mode where you're supporting yourself rather than tearing yourself down. Now, the first tip would seem kind of obvious, but I think we've all done this. You want to look for proof instead of just jumping to conclusions or making assumptions. And a lot of times we do that. We jump right to the end and we don't really sit there and analyze or look for the proof of what's reality. So when you have a fear, uh, maybe it's a fear of not being liked or not being accepted, sometimes that can lead you to think that you know what other people are thinking. And in reality, you don't. A lot of times people have that feeling at the gym. They think everybody's staring at them. And you know what? Look at the proof. Stop. Look around. And realize that people are not staring at you. And that is the proof. So rather than jumping to conclusions, you have to look around a little bit. Now, you know, maybe somebody you've come across is in a bad mood. and You think it's something that you did. Well, same thing. Ask them hey, did I do something to get you in a bad mood? Well, they're probably going to say no, it was something that happened yesterday or earlier or whatever um, and it had nothing to do with you at all. But too often, rather than just asking a simple question, we'll sit there and worry about it and keep thinking, what could I have done wrong? Was it this? Was it that? Was it this? When in reality, there's no proof that you should be worrying about anything at all because you know you didn't do anything. So, you know what, get to your answers faster. If you did do something to offend somebody, then it's better to know, isn't it? Now, that kind of goes along with refraining from absolutes, um, global statements. Uh, ref- I referred to them in the Mindset Makeover book because a lot of people do that as well. You might always say simple things like, I'm always late or I always forget names. Um, these things are not necessarily true. You don't always forget names. You're not always late. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple of times in your life where you were on time. And maybe other times that you actually remembered somebody's name. But by using these types of words, you're making it seem permanent in your brain. And you don't want to do that. Because you know what? Your, br- your brain can believe anything. So it can believe the good things and also the bad things. It doesn't know which is not true. So by saying that you're always late, or you can never remember names, you're just reinforcing that and making it more likely to happen and become a truth. So definitely not using those absolutes is gonna make a big difference in your mindset and your motivation. Now the last tip is also one that you'll find in the Mindset Makeover book because it is a very powerful one and it's very simple as well. And that's detaching from those negative thoughts. As those negative thoughts come in, pushing them away and saying, you know what, that's not like me. I'm not always late, or I'm sometimes on time, or I can be on time. Yes, there's different ways to phrase it, but you always want to make sure your phrasing is done in the present tense, in a positive statement, and that's what's going to change you. So when you say something that is a negative thought creeping in, stop detach from it and say, that's not like me. I don't do this or don't own it. You know, just because it pops in your head doesn't mean it's true. So I want you to think about some of these things that you might do, some of these negative thoughts that might keep popping in your head, um, some of the absolutes that you might Use some of the times where you may have jumped to conclusions that were completely wrong and start looking for a way to change them. Because once you recognize something, it's a lot easier to change it. You don't have to go completely in the opposite direction, but just these little tweaks now and then are going to reinforce and then make it easier the next time and the next time to where after a while you don't even think. Something negative pops in your head and you automatically know what to do to turn yourself into the positive powerful person that you can be. So a couple of reminders, go to strongandpowerful.com and check it out. Check out the video that explains what my goals are for that site and please leave some comments on the video. Always of course your positive and powerful statements, Um, you know, it kind of boils down to if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Right. I think we've all learned that and um, definitely we need to apply that. And you know what? That's also what strong and powerful is about, supporting each other. And rather than looking at the negative, looking at the positive. And, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of positive in everything. And it's just a matter of taking a couple of seconds to find that. If you're interested in quick fit club workouts, go ahead and make sure that you're on any one of the uh, newsletter lists or email lists because I will be sending that information out by email first, um, probably before I get it out on the podcast. So make sure you're getting those. Uh, and of course, some of them you're going to have to answer too because sometimes I need to know some head of, you know, how many people we are going to be having for certain things. So anyways, if you get an email from me in the next couple weeks. Make sure you answer. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found some tidbits to take and help you get your best body ever. Your comments, your feedback and your questions are all important to me. So, make sure you visit fitnessmakeover.com or coachkira.com or just comment on the blog or anywhere else and let me know what you're thinking and what you'd like to know about and anything I can help you do to get the body you want and keep it.